0: Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar fillers. For real, because got no feelings. I got your Check it
1: Uh yeah. Tell them why they wick wick trimming virgins.
0: What? What? <laughs>
1: I can't guarantee it'll come up during the show. So I wanted to make sure to explain the title of the show before we go
0: on. (laughs) You are so
2: upset. I didn't want you to name it that. (laughs) I asked you not to name it that repeatedly. No,
1: not really. You just gave that face.
2: I thought I made it pretty clear. You
1: need to talk... About our communication then, I guess. Mm, but I think people okay. experience us working on our communication every week on the Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined always by my co-host.
2: Hi, I'm Ikan Hana. We have a
1: third host today. We do? It is moodiness. And we'll try to make sure that that host doesn't get to say too much. But we are here to report all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. And also talk about entertainment. Huge surprise and we're talking this week about something I thought I'd never do. What's that? <laughs> Mooniness, you're not allowed to talk. Uh, HBO Max. We're talking about HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I never thought that I would get it. I thought, why bother? Uh, you, when you live a life of, um, not depravity, although we'll talk about that show in a little bit, uh, of being deprived, uh, you don't expect anything. Right? Yes. <laughs> like, right? So, like, yeah. a rich person goes, where's my gold fork? I can't eat this with a metal fork. Uh, and, or, or, you know, I need to be fed. Um, and I just never, we never had cable. Um, I think it was probably the right choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my dad refused to pay for television. Yeah. Uh, so he's probably not a Star Trek Discovery fan. Um, and uh, so we just never had it. And then when you go to your friend's house, And all of my friends had cable. So maybe just creating an environment where you feel deprived, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you get to watch uh, Comedy Central. I only ever wanted to watch Comedy Central. Okay. Which was probably basic cable, right? So uh, never had that. uh, But uh, so when HBO Max comes out, actually, you know, when the shows are coming out and it's a la carte, basically, Never even thought, like, oh, I'll just, you know, buy a season of Game of Thrones or something like that. Mm-hmm. That never happened. Uh, and then for some reason, we got tricked into <laughs> get, try, trying out HBO Max with well, a trial. we
2: did not get tricked. We decided we were going to watch Raised by Wolves, which we're going to talk about later today. And that's on HBO Max. We did not get tricked. <laughs> it's
1: our third host. So You need uh, to stop. Anyway, <laughs> do I need to stop? Yes. Uh we can't edit this. This is live, so you get to hear this uh, three person show. Um possibly our last show. We'll see how we'll see how things go. Um so yeah, so uh tried this out. Um you know, I'd seen HBO before. I'm not you know, I, I but what am I trying to say? I'm trying uh-huh. to say that I've seen HBO shows before but I feel like I've been living in Plato's Cave up to this point. Why do you
2: say, feel that way?
1: Do, okay, so we're, we we got to explain the f- wise and foolish virgins, and we also have to explain Plato's Cave. Do we? I don't know. Do we?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I understand questions? Plato's Cave. Okay,
1: because, because the shows are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen The Wire just because everybody's seen The Wire, and I have DVDs. Yeah. I never saw The Sopranos.
2: We've seen the first season of Sopranos. I've
1: seen, I kept watching it without you. I've seen a lot of the Sopranos now. Um, It's great. And it continues to be great. And um, the end of this thing is going to be me basically begging the viewers through no benefit to me to get a subscription to HBO Max because it's great. Mm -hmm. There. That's the end. Okay. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. (laughs)
2: Oh, okay. I guess we're we're done with
1: the show now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like you were done with the show before we started. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about two shows that are uh, hot right now on HBO. One of them is, as you mentioned, Raised by Wolves. Mm-hmm. One of them is the show Euphoria on HBO as well. And um, what the hell, we got some time we can talk about a movie that we watched on right. HBO, which I was surprised to find was on HBO. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about HBO and their extra channels that are kind of built into it, kind of like on... Um, on Amazon Prime. Sure. Uh, Lady Snowblood from
0: 1973. Mako mm-hmm. uh, Kaji.
1: Yeah. Uh, in a classic um, grindhouse samurai film mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about. So, right. yeah, good times. Yeah. Uh, I feel invigorated. Okay. You don't. That's okay. I will carry us both with my enthusiasm through this show, but there's not a lot to feel good about in the world right now. But rediscovering no. um, a pair of great new shows... And um, seeing a classic movie I haven't seen in a long time, and knowing it's all available for fourteen ninety nine on HBO Max, I, PC, do you work console. for HBO
2: Max now? <laughs> I want to. Yeah, seriously, get what? him a job for merch? HBO Max. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just give me the whole thing. Just skip the merch. Get a tattoo. Give me the Garth outfit. Right, right now, or your forehead. Just the (laughs) HBO Max.
1: So many people—they try to get you to buy Squarespace or whatever. It's just really sad. And then I lean back, and I've just got HBO Max.
2: Yeah, right. All over my body. Exactly.
1: Yeah. uh, How you doing? (laughs) Uh, Except the obvious.
2: I'm doing fine. I really wish you would (laughs) stop that. I'm sorry. Because it's not improving my mood at all
1: well people are gonna wonder okay so you, so you're you tell me about your mood what's what's got you down
2: isn't it obvious
1: yeah but i you know i said that but you have you seen hbo max have you heard the good news about hbo max
2: yeah i didn't realize you were going to be spreading the gospel of hbo max
1: that's what we're that's what the show is about <laughs> Uh, this is the HBO Max podcast. Yeah. You know that. Wow. I said it before.
2: Okay. I didn't know it was going to be Preacher Cow over here, like, to give me the... Oh, you the... don't
1: want Preacher Cow.
2: Oh, okay. I'll do Preacher Cow. Uh-huh. I'm sure you will. hmm Baptizing me in the, in the shows of...
1: Baptizing <laughs> you in something. Of
2: HBO Max. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot
1: of fluids on HBO shows. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, because they don't shy away from anything, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, you know, but, well, you know, so whatever. Um, you can
1: get an HBO towel to, to clean it up. Geez. Should we talk about the news? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Once I hit the, I hate this soundboard. All right, oh. we're going to talk about the news. Okay, all right, all right, we got news. Yes. It's not a lot of news. Okay, that's For probably f- a good the first time thing. in forever. Um, there's some really good news. Mm. And What's that, that? It, it's a little bit uh, self-aggrandizing. Mm. But our show on this network, Sailor Noob, is kicking ass. Or what do they say in, uh, it's a real hoser palooza. Whatever they say in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we're, uh, we're consistently uh, near the hundreds of, there's many hundreds. I mean, we're usually like around 100 or uh, a couple steps below on the um, U.S. animation and manga charts. Right. And we are consistently in the top 10, sometimes top five. Uh, we also chart on the all-time yeah. uh, animation and manga. I was getting there. <laughs> Canada chart. Yeah. So I don't know um, why we're spreading around Canada, but I think it's great. And if any of thanks, our Canada. Uh, listeners, yeah, are listening to uh, this show, uh, yeah, we give you our thanks. Yes. Uh, and you can check out everything that's going on with Sailor Moon and uh, also Japanese culture on our show Sailor New.
2: Um, I will take payment and pure maple syrup, by the way. No. Our Canadian listeners. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bitcoin. I'm kidding.
1: Bitcoin, Visa, or maple syrup. <laughs> is all we are taking. Yes. Um let's talk real fast. Some of these are uh, kind of digging in a little bit. Do you want to dig in first or just get the little bits out of the way?
0: Um
2: let's get the little bits out of the okay, way.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um Samuel Jackson is going to play Nick Fury in a Marvel Disney Plus series.
2: I saw that. Um that ha- it's a new from what I read, it's a new series. I don't know if it's Sounds like it's going to be Nick Fury centric. Like it'll be focusing on him. Yeah. Um. But it is not one of the series that we had already. Had no, already no. Been this announced. is a yeah.
1: This is a new thing. Um. I'm a little depressed because, I, really. Oh, so at this point we've just they haven't dropped. I don't know. Maybe they'll, they'll finally drop the ball, or the shoe. Mm. Um. Don't drop the ball. Drop the shoe. Mm-hmm. Put the shoe down. Uh, I think I know on you're this series it. about Nick Fury. Um, being older than he looks right although he's starting to look <laughs> pretty old. older yeah, yeah. well wow. when he was in the the tag of the captain marvel was it or no the uh I thought far, he from got home. far from home yeah yeah it's like oh boy come on, well, come on how
2: old is he now he's,
1: he's getting, in the 70s he's
2: getting up there yeah, yeah.
1: Um, um but anyway so I thought oh maybe we could do that uh, i'm a little bit, uh, saddened and there the ball was dropped in that I always wanted a um a Mad Men. They should have years ago. They should have done this. Uh, a Mad Men era, um, like Nick uh, Fury starranko show, where it's mm. Agents of Shield, but it's you know skinny ties and uh,
2: that'd be cool. And cocktail would, waitresses. And would you have Samuel L. Jackson play a young Samuel L. Jackson, sure, yeah. Like de-age him. Yeah, or yeah. Something? Just
1: use the use the, okay. the digital goo on him. Sure. Um, yeah. Why not? And then you could definitely you know be, and I like white Nick Fury. White Nick Fury fine, but I like black Nick Fury too. Yeah. And if you put it in the sixties then you can there's a lot you can do with that. Yes. Um so yeah, uh they're not gonna do that because they've already had seven years of an Agents of Shield show.
0: Mm, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, right. For what
1: what's that that's worth? Um
2: uh, I saw I saw somebody like this was posted about on a a, a Facebook group, um, and somebody's reaction to it, which I, I I get their point. They brought up their concern for like they're excited that there's all these um uh Disney Plus Marvel shows but they kind of but there's another part of them that like maybe they should see how well they fare before they continue to announce more of them but how is it how are these not going to do well i guess is my kind of like i mean disney's just they're just making money at this point right they're just printing more money i mean i guess i, I think this is going to do fine i think this is going to I don't know.
1: I, I'll i tell you. It's the first one that I've really wanted to tune into.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah. Out of, out of all of them? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like... Look, I like Winter Soldier She-Valk and I like recently. Falcon, but it's
1: like, eh, it's, uh, you know. Okay. I'm not in a rush to catch that one. Um I'm not in a rush to catch WandaVision, except for it looks like there will be... There's going to be a lot of world building for future Marvel films yeah. in the WandaVision show, yeah. which is like, just make a good show. Don't put all these... Easter eggs in there that I have to catch up on, you know. How are they um, not going to do that, though? Do I know, be, Well, how are they going to do it in... They're going to do it in everything. They
2: are. But they are. I would.
1: yeah, I'd tune into a Nick Fury, uh, Samuel L. Jackson show. Like, Samuel Jackson doesn't do TV.
2: Yeah, I know, right?
1: Don't tell him it's TV. <laughs> Maybe he'll back out if he knows. Well, it's I
2: think they're able to get these 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 movie stars to do these TV shows because it, it's it's a short run, right? It's like at least all the ones that they've announced so far, most of them are like about six episodes. I don't know if that's going to be true for all of them. Which
1: again, it's very disappointing. Like, why not? Why that's not do just, more? Why yeah. not
2: even round it up to? Although eight? Although
1: we're about to talk about a two very short series. Um, so anyway, that is uh, like I said. I think it's pretty good news. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, in other TV news. Uh, it looks like um, Aldous Hodge will be playing Hawkman in the Black Adam film for DC Films, Warner mm, Brothers. Yeah,
2: I saw this. Remind me
1: Aldous Hodge the
2: actor is again.
1: Is The only thing I know him from is Star Trek Discovery, where he played uh, a character, Kraft. In, oh,
2: yeah. In the Calypso. In the
1: Calypso episode, which we'll be talking about soon on our show, Backtracking.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Got it. Um, I think
1: he was in the Invisible Man. But cool.
2: I um, you know what I'm going to bring to this? When is Hawkgirl going to be in these things? Don't hold your breath. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm going to hold it.
1: It's too. It, <gasps> well, she goes from not talking, from talking low to not talking at all. So, uh, you can come in now, Moody. Uh, we need you to. Whoa. Okay. Uh, it's just if they gave if Bruce Tim. Who I picture just going to Hollywood parties and nobody talks to him now. (laughs)
2: Wow, sad. He
1: was a really big player in a certain portion of Hollywood for a long time. And I don't know how... I don't think it's his fault, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how you kind of get out of that space and don't go back without screwing anything up. Everything he's made, except for Grounds and Monsters, uh, has been great. Mm -hmm. He revolutionized cartoon shows yeah and um and i don't know maybe he's just cashing fat checks now you know from uh, royalties and being like ep on things but
2: do you think they're not asking him to do stuff anymore? Well, i don't know
1: if he suddenly falls into ass backwards into a pile of money or dc gets pretty strung out and they start doing like you know a marvel and like looking to random people to not random but like looking to other people besides Zack snyder and jeff johns who is out Uh, to do stuff, maybe they'll go, what's Bruce got? Bam. Um, Who... The girl from Euphoria. The witch girl from Euphoria? The Hispanic Euphoria. girl from Euphoria. Oh. Hot girl. The
2: girl who plays Maddie? Sure.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a his, Hispanic actress. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't who, know.
1: Who could, who could uh, swing that, that mace. <laughs> but that the version of the character you love only exists in that continuity. In
2: the Bruce Timm universe. Yeah. I know. In Hawk, the girl
1: slash woman has never really mattered at all I know. in uh, comic books. I know. Sorry.
2: Maybe say it like you mean it. Nice time,
1: so I was saying yeah okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, very sorry, <laughs> okay, I'm not sorry that speaking of streaming services, mm-hmm. all forty five years of Saturday night Live will be streaming on Peacock soon, okay, which means you've got about ten good years, <laughs> yeah, maybe fifteen,
2: yeah, there's some gold in there to sure. watch, yeah. yeah, right,
1: but it's like the Simpsons, yeah
2: yeah, right,
1: yeah, maybe the first maybe nine, 10 years,
2: yeah. I don't it. know. Uh, there's so much not so great stuff in there. So, But whatever. Okay. I'm sure some people are be very excited about that.
1: Do you so. know about Disney's live action Peter and Wendy? Holy crap. What? Jude Law is Captain Hook. Alexander Maloney is Peter Pan. What? And newcomer Ever Anderson is Wendy. And just recently cast, Yara Shahidi will be playing Tinkerbell.
2: Okay. No, I didn't know about this. Why is it called that?
1: And the director of Pete's Dragon, David Lowery, is on board to direct Pete's Dragon. Did they remake Pete's Dragon?
2: I, they might have. I don't or know or if they did or not. Um, why? Why aren't they just calling it Peter Pan? Why are they calling it Peter and Wendy? They did
1: 2016. Okay. Pete's Dragon, boy, that that disappeared without a ripple. Yeah. 88 on Rotten Tomatoes much money it make 143 million all right it's because i don't have kids right that's what it is
2: i guess
1: bryce dallas howard and robert redford were in it
2: uh, okay
1: all right you're yawning on the mic come I'm on i'm sorry come on don't see I... look here's a little behind the scenes this is how the sausage is made i go seems like you're low energy today before we start the show you go no i'm not let we get on the show and you're like oh, peace dragon okay no, I admit, Pete's Dragon. It doesn't really turn me on so much either. Was that a musical? The old one? Were there? I don't know. There were songs. You never I saw it. I don't
2: remember. It was not really a big part of my childhood. I don't remember.
1: It's a generational thing. Um, you got. You had that satellite TV though, so. I was really into. Uh,
2: Excuse me. I, was really I into have to Dream correct on. you every time you do this because we did not have satellite or cable TV until we are both
0: bereft.
2: Later that's on what, in my high school, that's year, what draws so. us together. Yeah,
1: our shared scars and pain.
2: I had I had a lot of friends who had cable TV too, and I also remember both sets of my grandparents had cable TV. So whenever we visited my grandparents, but I would watch didn't. cable TV. And you were so
1: upset that you brought a gun to school.
2: What? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the Breakfast That's Club. John Hughes, yeah, yeah. Hughes. yeah. That's,
1: nobody talks about that. Everybody thinks Bender's the dangerous one. Yeah, but that mathlete kid is gonna—he's gonna snap someday. Uh, hey, Bloomhouse is remaking The Craft, and it's coming to Amazon Prime next month. No time to get ready to prepare for The Craft. It's coming now.
2: Wait, what? I thought they so they were they were remaking The Craft. But it's coming to Amazon Prime next month.
1: It'll be available for rental just in time for Halloween.
2: Okay, I guess I didn't realize it was going to be that soon. Okay, Um, weird. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. Um, I just think it's so quintessentially 90s. It'll be interesting to see how they try to update it. It's going to
1: be hard to do this without chokers and velvet.
2: Seems like it. Pretty hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hannah will be played by Kaylee Spaney, known for her role in Bad Times at the El Royale.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to know any of these actors, am I?
1: No. um, The one kind of interesting thing, and, oh boy, I guess I know what she's going to wish for. Um, It does, uh, there's a trans actress, an actress named Zoe Luna, uh, who, she was in Pose. uh, So she'll be in it. Um, That's, and then Michelle Monaghan is going to play the mom. I guess. Okay. I'm just guessing. Or maybe she'll play the, the, the uh, Asepta Serna role, the Wickestore. The,
2: the wickestor. wi- witch lady.
1: Yeah. Right. you go from to. Like, I love Michelle Monahan, but I mean, that's not. <laughs> Can I get you some more incense? <laughs> just seems like a big shift. Uh,
2: okay. Huh. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they pull it off.
1: They've brought in a real witch to consult, Pam Grossman, who hosts the Witch Wave podcast. She's been called the Terry Gross of witches.
0: Hello. <laughs> Hello, I'm uh from Tiran Satan's Gross asshole of in witches, the smoking crater of hell. I'm
1: <laughs> pam Grossman. This is Witch Wave. Witch Wave.
2: Wow. Okay. All right. Um. Interesting. Um. I mean, I think that's good, but I mean, it's not like the the original film was really totally going for authenticity because. I mean, there's a little bit of that, but that's not what it's all about. You know, it's about how horrible teens can be.
1: It is about that. It's about Fecklar giving you the strength to... Who's the, what was the whole thing with the thing? Wow. <laughs> what is, what's the name of the, of the Wiccan spirit or whatever? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bad craft fans. Yeah. Where our skin's going to come off okay, uh, what else is going on on t v These are supposed to be short things yeah, uh speaking of people plucked from nowhere, uh a youtuber named Arif Zahir will be the new voice of Cleveland on Family Guy
2: okay, seems random, but all right
1: it really, really does yeah, so I don't know anything about um his his extended background, but I know that he is um he does like funny videos on YouTube and he's uh like an impressionist mainly I think. Mm-hmm. And so this is, like, did he have to join the guild? <laughs> do you know Like, they...
2: Why not get another voice an actor? Why not audition? Yeah. Z- right. Seth
1: MacFarlane, how many funny black guys do you know?
2: This is weird.
1: That was the this whole is, problem, this right? This You gotta get, you know, a black guy to be the voice yeah, of black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah. And I'm sure he's great, but it, this is, like, literally the steel dragon. This is the, the journey story, you know? This is the...
2: Yeah, right. The
1: guy, the, the guy doing karaoke. Right. And they're like, that guy's pretty good. <laughs>
2: I know. Go like, get that guy. were they just like searching far and wide, and they weren't doing auditions, so they were like, uh, "Search YouTube," and they're like, "Oh, this guy's pretty good." I mean, I just can't even imagine how else that would. Have we'll never there. know.
1: They've released some statements to the effect of, "He's got respect for the character, and he's good, and whatever." But he's basically just doing an impression of
2: of the other guy, of the voice
1: actor that did Cleveland, right?
2: Well, we don't really want that. I don't think.
1: Well, I don't know. Is I mean, do we need anybody to what do David we want. Lynch? Oh uh, Because I I'm
2: I'm ready to do it. Yeah, we know. <laughs> your earpiece is in the mail. My and piece
1: is in the mail. Th- Thanks, kid from Earpiece. F- oh my earpiece is in the mail?
2: Yeah, like you like you you need that to do your David Lynch thing, so it's a coming, you've ordered it.
1: This is this is I, I recognize this. This is comedy. <sighs> I've seen this. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't show you the. We can't talk about this. Uh, we have a. There's a trailer, or a, at least a, a glimpse at the Resident Evil series, oh, uh, coming okay. to Netflix. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that in future. Okay. Um, here's this. Check this out. So you know that new series that we talked about, that's going to be based on Sijin Lee's uh, Three Body Problem.
2: Yes. Well,
1: right. It's over before it began.
2: What? <laughs> so, what happened?
1: So one of the big problems in in politics right now, and there are many and they are all huge, is that people who don't actually care about changing the world or making it better have discovered that you can still complain about trying to change the world and make it better to see a result, Mm. to manipulate an industry, to get James Gunn fired uh, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And a group of GOP senators um, basically uh, criticized Netflix for um, producing this series based on the remarks made by uh, Sison Lee, the author uh, that disparaged the Uyghurs, uh, the Chinese Muslims, and said that people should just relax and you know let the government just tell them what to do.
2: Oh, he said that.
1: Yeah. I'm That's glad I... That's bad. Yeah. Hear the hear those pages tearing? That's yeah. me. Not having yet read the book, uh, but probably not going to check it out now.
2: That's really disappointing. Yeah. Because I'm going to
1: cancel him, and I'm going to call all my cancel buddies. Or maybe I don't want to read a book by somebody who thinks that, like... I think we can all agree that communist China is bad, right? Yeah, Not right. the communism part. I'm talking about, like, what we think the monolithic communist China. They're very bad to all of their people. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't want to... I don't care to read something by somebody who has that viewpoint, right? Hitler's paintings might have been great, but I'm not going to a showing.
2: Yeah, I know. That's disappointing. Yeah, I
1: know I went to Hitler. It's the internet.
2: Yeah, well... (laughs) Um, So Netflix responded
1: to them, and it was interesting, because they basically said, he's not involved in this, although... It's like
2: the J.K. Rowling Rowling not being involved in the video game game. thing, yeah.
1: And they said that this is, you know, um, a series inspired by his books. So I don't know if they said that to get those guys off their back, or they're going to take this series far afield from the material of the books. Something I'll never be able to confirm because you're not (laughs) going to read read the the books.
2: books, yeah, right? Huh? Okay. So it doesn't sound like it's done, done, unless there's more to the story.
1: Oh, they're going to make it. Netflix okay. doesn't give a rip what GOP okay. senator. Nobody should care what GOP senators say. Uh,
2: okay, well, but it right. don't look great. No, it's not a good look. Hey. Okay. Aye. okay, ye,
1: indeed. Uh, one more story. This is a HBO Max story, but we're not getting into it yet. We're mm. not turning it up to the max just yet. Oh, my Trimming gosh. that wick all the way. You down. never
2: explained it. <laughs> I'm never
1: going to now. <laughs> HBO is actually making a Rashomon TV show.
2: Yeah, you told me about this. So, what is—is this yawn or is is, it boo? What does this mean? (laughs) Like, is it going to be at all based on the film, or is it going to be like one story told from like eight different points of view, or like what does that mean, Rashomon TV show? What does that mean?
1: What it means is is that they clearly just bought the license to call it Rashomon. Mm-hmm. which I assume is held by somebody still, right?
0: I would say It'll be so. in a
1: modern setting. It will retain the key plot device of the Kurosawa film, and it will unravel a mystery seen through multiple characters okay. competing narratives. So the event, uh, another CBS show, like it's just they're going to do a Rashomon, and that it's going to be Rashomon. Yeah. They you, guys, just you wanted to, to call it that. Yeah, they just wanted to call it Rashomon. Yeah. Which technically i mean you can trademark it i guess but rashomon like is a a real it's a historical object yes. it is the gate yes. outside of uh kyoto uh-huh. so i mean i guess you can't because of trademarks you can't call it rashomon but they want to do a rashomon but they want it to be rashomon approved
0: yeah yeah yep
2: that's what they want that's dumb yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope I hope that somebody says something about the communist Chinese and how much they like them.
2: Wow, stop.
1: On this production.
2: I wonder... Um, so I can just get rid of it. Wow. I wonder if one of the characters will be Japanese. So. Oh,
1: there's a crap ton of news I just saw. Oh,
2: uh-oh. We're not
1: going to do it, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I th- well, yeah, Or if it'll be set in Japan, there's no way that they'll set it.
2: I, totally doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Dumb. Yeah.
1: Okay, so anyway, screw all that. Big news. Big mm. news. Mm. Uh Zack Snyder will be helming the Justice League reshoots. It was yes. never it was never in question. It was never not in question. It was always a possibility. But mm-hmm. remember, they're, he they're just gonna do pickup shots basically for a film that he made five years ago. Yep. So it was never like set that he was going to be if you just get some somebody an assistant director, somebody you trust to do that, right? Second unit. He's going to he's gonna do it. And I, guess May I Fisher is going to be in quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be times when he and Zach are going to go into a room to talk about the movie. And they're going to lock the door. And you're going to hear all kinds of noises coming from that room. And they're going to go, should we see if they're okay? And they're going to be real sweaty when they come out. And you're going to wonder. I'm saying they like each other a lot. So yeah,
2: <laughs> I I know. Um, <laughs> I
1: thanks. Can I just say that? thanks for sitting through all that?
2: Sure. Um... I guess I didn't I, – I, it's not that surprising that this is happening. I guess I didn't really realize that – it makes sense, right? Like, I didn't realize, like, that reshoots were for sure going to happen. Like, but, I, you know, you and I were talking off the air. I mean, Well, of they course, literally didn't like, finish his movie. They, they didn't finish it. There were yeah. things they didn't shoot. So, I mean, that makes sense. <sighs> Again, not surprising that Ray Fisher is, like, heavily involved because we know his – attitude towards the whole thing um and we've heard that um you know it was zach snyder's kind of view that that um cyborg would be a big part of this so well
1: yeah and i always thought that that was just like oh i have a black friend i never thought that he because how important could cyborg be but apparently Zack snyder's like really excited about cyborg being a part of this so yeah. expect many more football scenes in the snow to come oh boy uh, sex, we're just going to blow through with this because I want to talk about HBO, don't you? Mm-hmm. But we have a, this crushing duty to report the news. Yes. So Sex Education is adding Jason Isaacs and a new NB character, a n- non-binary oh, character. N- I
2: didn't know what NB means. And you
1: would have got away with it if you hadn't said anything. Wow. <laughs> I tried to save you. But yes, uh, Dua Sila will play Cal, a non-binary student, excuse me, binary student, or binary as they say down south.
2: No, um, cool, um, I think it's awesome that they're they're doing that, um, and I like Jason Isaacs a lot, so bring it on, um. But what's he gonna? Is he was... gonna be like another love interest for Julianne? So we something like that?
1: Um, ooh, ooh, boy, oh, ooh. oh, I'm getting Kel's the papers. Cal's getting all hot and Just bothered about it. over there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we haven't finished the second season yet, so no, I know. Let's just speculate that all the fr- 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 frippery results in uh, the, the Mr. Principal not being the principal anymore. Oh, and he's so then you principal. bring in. Pum, pum. All right, everyone, sit
2: down. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. Take any
1: shit from any of you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Get some Isaac rules in school with a
2: there. iron fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would
1: he get that iron fist? <laughs> I already killed the dragon for it. Uh, Pretty Little Liars is rebooting at HBO Max. Yeah, great. <laughs> the show that I've made fun of for years, and I have not... I, if, you, if you put a gun to my head, or if I got real drunk, I'd tell you, I don't really know anything about Pretty Little Liars. But I know they're going to remake it, and I believe it's going to have a horror theme to it, because yes. it's from Riverdale creator... Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa.
2: Yeah, who also uh, is the new Sabrina um, creator as well. Um, The new Sabrina series. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I said Riverdale, and I was thinking Sabrina when I said Riverdale. Both. Because honestly, what's the effing difference?
2: (laughs) I like Sabrina. I don't really watch Riverdale. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It could be good. Um, I I know they're, they're based on books, right? And... Um, from what I understand, the books are really popular, and so I guess I'm kind of interested, this being on HBO Max, is this going to be geared towards the age group that it's geared towards? Like, because it seems to be, like, geared towards, like, you know, teens, so are teens going to even be able to watch it? Is it going to be, like, You think teens aren't watching Euphoria? Probably.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Euphoria is, like, makes a great point about, like, what teens think sex is like, because... Because they're watching porn, mm-hmm. but it's like I think real teens are like watching Euphoria and <laughs> they're like, "Oh, is that what I'm supposed to do?" Yeah, give like... me them zannies. Oh my god! Hey, eight-year-old, start dealing drugs. Yeah, oh, really? I don't want to talk about something. We gotta get there. Uh, here, movie, this just in: movie apocalypse, film never, Black Widow, West Side Story, and the Eternals have all postponed their release dates. Disney is losing their s. Yeah, everything's pushed back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're not reacting though. People get if well, you have to hear, you react. Uh, and also, Death on the Nile as well. So it's all going down. I'm telling you.
2: Um, I mean, I I knew that Black Widow always pushed back. It does not surprise me that Eternals is also pushed back. I heard Black Widow is pushed back to May 2021. Um,
1: take it. i are doing know. great so far. I don't
2: know how ra- far back everything else is getting pushed so oh, okay um, well maybe I'll take it back yeah
1: yeah so Black Widow's being pushed <laughs> what just happened there
2: nothing I don't have that was any real, other information that was
1: real long wicked view uh so Black Widow <laughs> this, is, this is never going away Black Widow uh yes will open on May 7th 2021 Death on the Nile that to be honest I don't care mm. I, I hear they're good but I already know how they end because it's one of the oldest stories in the, in, in the world yeah uh but I mean, they changed it. Yeah, you know, they didn't change it, though. Um, I already thought it was coming out at Christmas. That's yeah. when awards movies come out. But mm-hmm. it was actually coming out in October. Now it will be coming out on December 18th of this year.
2: Yeah, okay. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we will see. Uh, West Side Story is just going to just lap it. It's just going to go a year and come out December 10th, 2021. Okay. Because of the big, big-time awards. Mm-hmm. And Eternals will be coming out on November 5th. It was previously slated for February 12th. So if November you're Kumail, 5th,
2: 2021, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, yeah, same year, 2021. Um, so if you're Kumail, you're like, that just means I have to eat chicken breasts later <laughs> in the year instead of, right?
2: He's probably keeping it up. The movie's not done. Du- yeah. You
1: can't keep that up that long.
2: I don't know. I There's don't no know. way.
1: He's talked about, on his Twitter, he's talked about like, you know, getting the, 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 the muscles, but also, you know, losing them and then like, anyway. Okay, sure. Look it up! And I Shang-Chi, that's right. There's yep. a movie about Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. That is moved from May 7th of 2021. <laughs> yeah, the, right. Were, were they shooting that? Is that done?
2: I think they've actually gone back to shooting it. Okay or started shooting it. Well, you like, don't hear a lot about that film recently. It's moving yeah. to
1: July 9th of 2021 movie apocalypse.
2: Uh-huh. I think that, gosh, I don't know, man. I think that it, maybe if they can keep up the filming, it'll be out by then. But I think that's a little bit of a long stretch. It just do
1: get those chicken breasts, get them to Camille.
2: Yeah. Well, I uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was, just, I was hey. talking about Shane Chi. I wasn't talking about journals, but
1: okay. Take this powder. Now, it's a. I know it looks like cocaine, but what it really is is an instant energy boost, mm-hmm. powered by cocaine. Now yeah. take this. No. Make a sniff sound. No. It's theater of the mind.
2: I sniff yourself.
1: You have to have a mind to have a theater in, I guess. Mm. Uh, there's going to be a Suicide Squad TV spinoff starring John <laughs> Cena. <laughs> On HBO
0: Max! Ah!
2: Okay, isn't he in, like, the second Suicide Squad movie?
1: He is. He is in The Suicide Squad. He play, plays a character called Peacemaker, who is like, if you gave Captain America a gun and dementia.
2: Yeah, right. Um, so, so we going to follow be this guy? a
1: very short like series, Maybe, series, series, right?
2: I, I, I guess going back to the... Maybe see how well the movie does before you're like, let's do a spin-off on that movie.
1: See, this is why Mika would never make it in Hollywood. Mika is always wait and see. Mm. And the powerful and the quick always win in Hollywood.
0: Is that how it works? <laughs> right. Now that's
1: how you theater the mind. Okay. Let's keep moving here. Supergirl is going to end with its upcoming sixth season on The CW, okay. which um,
2: it's a little bittersweet. That doesn't seem
0: like. I never very watched long. the show. Yeah, but no. I know
1: people really like it, and I yeah. think that they've um, done a, a good job. And six seasons isn't bad, but yeah. Flash is still going, right? Yeah, I'm <laughs> why, why are you canceling sure. Supergirl? I,
2: that's a very good question. You ran out
1: of Flash plot lines so long ago, right? So many, so many people that in your life that are also the bad guy.
2: Well, but see, with Flash, you can do all the time. Now, his mom is the bad guy? Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. I, they might have done that. I don't know. God, maybe they did.
1: Uh, did you hear about the, uh, Turner and Hooch Disney plus series? No. Should you just wait and wait and see how the original film does and then try a Turner and Hooch show?
0: <laughs> Do you know that like
1: Shit's Creek, which I've seen two episodes of that were on in a restaurant, um, behind your head, mm-hmm. uh, on a TV, Yeah. um, is, uh, cleaned up at the Emmys. At the Emmys. Yep. And it is now uh, heading in reruns to Comedy Central and also it's going into national syndication. Wow. So I will soon have seen probably more Shits Creek.
2: Um I've heard good things. I I my family likes it. I have a yeah. couple of friends who really enjoy it, um, and have been, you know, praising it for years. Um yeah. Um just really, really like it. So I don't know. Um
1: Is it? Does it, here's, just from the outside Mm -hmm. and from the other side of your head, here's how the show looks to me. It looks like it was, you know, let's get a bunch of Second City people Mm -hmm. who are great, but you don't see them much. And they'll be in a show that's basically Arrested Development meets New Heart.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Is that the one where he's got the hotel? I think so. Green Acres. Green Acres. Okay. It's basically like Arrested Development meets Green Acres, right? Uh-huh. It's rich family in trouble out in the sticks. Uh huh. Sure. And like now it's about like gay rights and stuff? <laughs> it's like, is that what it's about
2: now? I I don't know. I mean, great. Fine. I mean, whatever. I know, you know, one of the main characters is gay and, you know, his wedding was a big part of the last season, I'm pretty sure. But so yeah. I, I, I think that's definitely there. Okay. Yeah.
1: But I mean, like, it's it's just a thing that was sort of like let's just swing for whoever this is a
2: i see what you're saying a, a that basic, wasn't they a basic set cable, out to do, cable
1: sort of yeah a killing time show uh-huh. um, not to denigrate the efforts of everybody involved uh and then you've got this rising star in in Dan Le- Levy who's yeah. um you know he's a funny actor and he's um i think he's like a writer producer as well mm-hmm. and then his story the character story kind of becomes his story too because he also is kind of coming out and being more uh, open about his his life and his sexuality and stuff right, like that and so right. it's just like this thing could have been on bravo the whole time
0: yeah yeah
2: totally could have
1: well some executive was just too to and he missed that one maybe he jumped too soon yeah right. oh no never jumped too soon <laughs> jump at the right time <laughs> <clears throat> oh
2: my goodness! There's a lot of sniffing going on.
1: Okay, there is a lot of sniffing going on. Uh, did you want to talk about the Wanda trailer, Wanda Vision trailer, the, your vision of the Wanda trailer?
2: Um, yeah. Let's talk about it real quick. Let's try to
1: cover up our neighbors' pipes.
2: Ugh, gosh, don't worry I hate about it. it. There's nothing um, we can do. I mean. It, it it's it's weird right I mean it's 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 we know it's not exactly reality and like Wanda supposedly is able to pull vision somehow into this sort of weird reality and maybe they're trying to figure out what's really going on I don't really know but it's told in like different vignettes of like sitcoms like there's different versions of sitcoms that they're they're in like they're in like the 50s kind of sitcom and I
1: think it'll be interminable you think so Yes. You think it'll be... I think the central mystery sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, As we discussed earlier, it will definitely tie into the mythology and what's going on right now in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And so those parts, I think you'll just be waiting for those parts. And the rest of it will be like, oh, yeah, I remember family (sighs) Times, Right? Like, What what can they even do?
2: I don't know. Do you think it's going to be too twee? Like, do you think it's going to be like twee through the nose? Like...
1: Yeah, you know, the thing, if you watch the Dick Van Dyke show, uh-huh. yes, they sleep in separate beds. We, we got it, right?
2: Well, because of the Hayes Code, But, right? like,
1: um, that's film. But, oh, uh, that um, didn't affect TV There also. were similar standard, uh, standards and practices on okay. um, TV. Um, but, like, and don't read anything into me leading with this, but mm. uh, Mary Tyler Moore's a fox. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay. And, like, uh, and Dick Van Dyke is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And subversive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and like Carl Reiner is great. Yeah, that's wow, faint praise. I, I don't even know what to say. Like he's just there's a lot. That show is is there's a huge wink and a gigantic nudge, mm-hmm. and it isn't like he's coming home. She's going, like, oh, I made you pot roast, and uh. mm-hmm. but every time people want to like reference the Dick Van Dyke Show, that's what they do, right? And that seems like be what they're doing. So if they if they miss out on The great,
2: the subversiveness, comedy,
1: and the subversiveness of that era and that show. (sighs) That's why I think it's going to be kind of like, uh, just get to the, just show me Monica Rambeau already.
2: Mm -hmm. Right, and Catherine Hans character, who
1: I get the Harkness.
2: Yeah, right. I don't
1: know if that's announced, but that's who she is. Right, you heard it here,
2: uh, Wanda and. Uh, Wanda's brother Pietro. Let's get a, like, a demon
1: who's in her her babies are his arms. Let, let's get into the weird stuff. Come on. Oh my gosh. That's you think that she'll be fighting to save her babies in um, Doctor Strange 2.
2: Maybe. Well, we know. set
1: up the babies. Right. Uh-huh. We create Captain Marvel two. set up the babies. What's Paul Bettany doing? Bring Vision back. Okay, he's a robot. Just give him a new head. Bring yeah, him back, right? right? Bring Vision back. Yeah. And then we'll end on like a, oh my God, like my dream babies in who are my, you know, Alex and Mallory and uh, the family ties mm-hmm. were real, but now Mephisto's got them or something. And sure. so we moved to Doctor Strange 2 and she's like, you have to help me. Oh, are your accent's back?
0: <laughs> Never mind your, yours that. isn't? <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah. We're both pretending to be, yeah. Uh, and then she's got to, we got to go save her babies.
0: Sure. Why not? Done
1: and done. No need for anybody to quit. Yeah. Quit the movie or get fired.
2: Yeah. Let's just keep pushing forward with that.
1: Yeah. I don't think we really know what happened with that, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Get Ron Howard to come in and replace everybody. We got it. Um, Uh, here's some, um, some sad news. Okay. Bring it down a little bit. Uh huh. Um, Quibi is gonna sell. No, it doesn't matter. Quibi's not doing well. A big yeah. surprise. Okay. Uh, Dark Crystal has been canceled at Netflix. I had heard that. And you build so many things. You do so many puppets. You got so many sets and stuff. There's a big investment. Don't you think you could just shop that somewhere else? What if HBO Max?
2: Oh my God! Grabs yeah. it, and now yeah. the puppets
1: are just. Mm, 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 why? Mm. Why?
2: Why did they just? Des- so have one season. Why did they decide after one season? They they suck. And they're out of money. Oh. Oh, Netflix is out of money. Yeah.
1: I don't know why yeah, why would you cancel it?
2: I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Um Yeah, I know a lot of people are bummed about this. Um I I feel like I I haven't seen the entire series, so I feel like I can't really talk about it. I've only seen like I think we watched the first two Maybe episodes. that was the problem. <laughs> yeah,
0: well. We
1: got to hub nub uh, I
2: think it was it was either hub or nub. I can't remember. and that's horrible that I don't remember. And
1: maybe that's why they canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> they can tell that when we, they see you when you're sleeping. They know what you're watching.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, Michael Lonsdale, uh, star of *Day of the Jackal* and the James Bond villain Hugo Drax from *Moonraker*, has died at the age of 89.
2: Okay, that's too bad.
1: Sad. A classic classic villain actor.
2: Uh-huh. Do you? I mean. I guess it's okay to be known as a classic villain actor as long sure. as you're not a real villain in real life. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> like.
2: You don't want to emulate your, your villain characters. Why? So.
1: Why do you keep buying all these sharks? Where, where, where are these sharks going? <laughs> don't ask.
2: Uh, they're for to put see, lasers on see their you heads. Monday. I mean, no. <laughs> see you Monday. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: uh, that's sad. Uh, here's something else that's sad. Uh, Takeuchi Yuko, Japanese actress, uh, is dead at 40 she was the star of miss sherlock oh no and it's another one where they just found her and the japanese police don't really saw the details no note. but people are thinking it's like that it that's not good might be a suicide situation
2: that's really sad we just talked about this yeah we talked about that like last what's week what's going
1: on do we do a show about it it would just be us li- I mean, listing names gosh, of people who we have could. Top it sons. would
2: be so depressing.
1: Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, I never got to see the award-winning Miss Sherlock, but I did want to check it out.
2: Well, we can still see it. It's not like time is run out. just won't now. be
1: anymore. Oh! They'll stop before it gets bad. Unlike BBC Sherlock. Not, to, not the thing, not to, think
2: the to, not the thing to think about. Not the time to be excited about right now. Right now? Yeah. No. Exactly. But, okay.
0: All right.
1: Although, knowing you and how your family operates, I feel like you guys have definitely picked a restaurant at a funeral before.
0: That's not fair. Well,
1: we're kind of wrapping up here. What, what, do, you, what do you guys think? <laughs> no, look, I, my family would do that. Uh, we're almost through. We're almost through. You probably feel like Michael Hogan, who has sustained a brain injury. Michael wow. Hogan is the actor behind Eye and Battlestar Galactica. Okay. He is also uh, it's a surprisingly prolific voice actor. Whenever uh-huh. you hear a guy talking like he's from New Hampshire
2: uh-huh. in
1: a game, it's probably Michael Hogan.
2: Okay, what happened?
1: Uh, he had he got a brain injury. There's no specifics on how. Um, I don't know what it was, but uh, he has been left uh, paralyzed on his left side. That
0: sucks.
1: And the cognitive impairment that goes with a uh, 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 CTE. Okay. Situation. Okay, that um, really
2: stinks. Um,
1: yeah, so brain,
2: brain stuff is no joke. No, it's seriously it's.
1: And and the worst part is it's
2: scary when stuff like that happens. He, you know, obviously
1: he's he's you know in, in hospital care and mm-hmm. um or he might be home now because this happened uh, a week or two ago, um but he can't his family can't see him because of COVID right. Oh God. So yeah, so it's not great. Uh, we wish him the best. Uh, they've put together a GoFundMe. Okay. Um, which is uh, still going. They've actually updated it. That originally, that they were looking for um, 150 grand for his uh, medical yeah. expenses, Yeah. and they blew through that.
0: Oh wow! Super
1: early. So they've uh, actually refigured it to 300. Okay. Uh, to cover his expenses, um, you know, obviously his home care and stuff like that. And so, if you are interested just,
2: in, it's so upsetting because it's like you think about like, can you if you're like how long is this some, is this going to last is this a permanent thing will this wear off it's, you can't you know, tell you, you, you just don't know nope. and then like if you're paralyzed half of your body is paralyzed you can't really do voice acting
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah you
2: know that's going to affect how your voice sounds
1: he has that's a reason to wear affect... that eye patch now though oh wow well that's the kind of joke he would love <laughs> so if you want to support him uh, go to gofundme.com and it's michael-hogan-fund look that up And uh, support, uh, if you look at his credits and you just read about the guy, great guy, so talented, the kind of guy that like, I think a casting director just goes, oh, sea captain, you know, and it's like, I guess I'll be playing sea captains for my entire life, Uh but versatile guy, funny guy. So, yeah, um, support him if you are able to. Oh, my God, we did it. Mm. Let's get him an HBO Max show. Okay. (laughs) Because that's, it's all, it's all HBO Max. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm excited about this. Yep. you know why I'm excited? This is going to be a great segment. Here's why: there is a natural tension built into this segment. Why is that? Because you really want to talk about Raised by Wolves, and all I want to talk about is Euphoria. So we're going to have to. This is going to be a push, a push and pull, a push me, pull you.
2: I don't think that that's a state fair statement at all. <laughs> At all.
1: You really love that dumb show. And we're going to talk about your love of it and how and pure and noble it is. And then we're going to talk about Euphoria, which is anything but.
2: I <laughs> don't agree doing? with what you just said at all, but whatever. But it
1: makes great radio, though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. When you don't roll with it and we just stop the whole show. So talk about Raised by Wolves. Mm-hmm. Where'd you meet Raised by Wolves? How'd you guys meet? What, what What's Raised by Wolves about? Because I'll tell you, that's a real misleading title. I don't think there's a single wolf in that show.
2: All right. Um, basically, the basic oh premise. <laughs> oh, no,
1: we start with the basically. That's the worst.
2: Um, <laughs> there, there is this, it's in the future, and there's this horrible war on Earth. There are basically two factions of humans who are fighting each other. Um, there's one that's kind of religious and it's this, this fictional religion. I can't remember what they're called. Do you remember what they're called? It's Myth-
1: not a fictional religion. It's
2: not a fictional religion. What no, is it?
1: But I don't want to slow you down. Keep going. We get it. It's a uh, Jesus c or, yeah. or like, uh, um, well, it's in the sort of uh, Judeo Christian about... tradition.
2: Yeah. But they talk about soul being the savior anyways. S-O-L. And then. O L. Uh huh. Right. The sun. Yes. Uh, and oh, then. Sorry.
1: I thought I was like, you're like. Yeah, that's so I, I
2: get it.
1: Um, and not what? S-O-U-L.
2: Yeah, I know, I know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> what? You gotta, look, look. There's, <laughs> we've known each other too long for you to not have the same defense mechanisms that the other people in my life Use when they're sick of me being self-satisfied. <laughs> you got to start employing some of these.
2: Uh, okay,
1: I'll, great. You're a genius.
2: <laughs> uh, 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 all right. Go play chess um, with yourself. Uh, okay. Anyways, there, right. The other faction is they're they're atheists, and they're they've been warring and like destroying the earth in the process. And this is in the future. And this is in the future. Okay. Um, and uh, there are some androids who are sent to this uh um uninhabited planet with um several human embryos and they are to um raise these children um to be atheists um you know to to not believe in this religion and so their lives won't be ruined and they'll live in this kind of utopia is basically um and but things don't exactly go as they planned and um There is an arc of the religious people um, that finds the planet, and a lot of stuff happens. Yes. We'll
1: just leave it at that, I guess. Oh, really? Wow, you're tapping out?
2: Do you want me to continue?
1: (laughs) No, but I mean, like, usually we would be through the first scene. They have these weird helmets they wear, and they look like they're going to go scuba diving. Yeah, yeah. But there's no water on the planet. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So you're just (laughs) laughing at yourself right now. (laughs)
1: No, I'm laughing at you. Okay, cool. No, don't feel left out. Mm-hmm. Uh this is <laughs> this is produced
2: Oh yes by Ridley Scott. By
1: Ridley Scott. And I would say that it 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 looks like a Ridley Scott joint, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. And I think he directed at least the first yeah, episode I a couple as of well. Them. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it was created by a guy named Aaron Guzikowski. God bless you it's a it's man's
2: I'm name i'm sorry <laughs> oh whatever I, no joke is off limits for you and then i make some, somebody's name and i'm a horrible person
1: sounds about right uh-huh he wrote the movie prisoners
2: okay i don't i'm not familiar with it it's
1: a danae villain of movie okay with hugh jackman and jake Hillen, gyllenhaal okay we gotta get these kids back
2: Sounds like a familiar premise.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, but there's no give me back my girls. Mm -hmm. It's not Mel Gibson. It's uh, you know more thoughtful and
2: well. I I mean, it kind of reminds me of the show,
1: (laughs) like a Denny Vanilla movie. Sure, let's get that guy a Dune. We should do Dune. Uh, And so it has all the, but it's you can clearly. I don't know if he had an idea about uh, uh, economic and uh, climate collapse that drove humans off Earth. And then really Scott's like, and they've got robots, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how it happened. Yeah, but, I, I
2: don't know. But there's right? a lot of,
1: yeah, there are two characters who are going to be the main characters that you didn't even mention: um, mother and father, the androids. I
2: mentioned the androids, didn't I?
1: Well, you didn't focus on them. The, I... uh, the androids who are uh, raising these children. Yes. And they are uh, white-blooded androids who. Yep. Get They're all goofy when emotions are brought the up.
2: the Ridley Scott universe. They
1: are, yes. I mean, they, they, they don't say that this is... Because this could be like, what if things got worse, you know, in Blade Runner
0: mm-hmm. and
1: became this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, or Alien. Yeah, or what if... Uh, yeah, see, there's there's Alien and Blade Runner, and the two... Uh, maybe they figured out replicants, and now they've got white blood, and and they work in space with you. mm it, Alien could be the far future of the Blade Runner universe, but That's I always thought of them saying. as two different. Because they're Soldier, too. Which I don't know. Which is not... I think it was produced by Scott. I don't think he directed it, though. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I'm going to get it for that. But it's, um, it's a movie that is... Um, it's another space movie with Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. But it uses a lot of props. It was just basically the prop designer who worked on both films. Sure. Raised by wolves. <laughs> who are the wolves?
2: Well, in Inside the first, of you are two wolves. Yeah. Well, in the first episode, like, something happens, and then, like, Mother, one of the androids, like, howls like a wolf, so it kind of seems like...
1: Never explained.
2: Nope. Nope. Never happens again, either. There's other horrible things that happen after that, and she doesn't howl. Yeah. And Father and howls. Um, yeah. But then there are these other... Some of the other main characters are these humans who are... Um, Atheists fighting on Earth and uh they decide that um, you know, they're gonna die if they stay on Earth. So
1: everybody's gonna die.
2: Yeah. So they're going to take the place of these two religious people, basically assume their identity. They find this robot, they get this robot to change the way that they physically look, and they find these actual people and they kill them. Find out they have a son. Oops. Um and so then it's like but then they actually really care for this kid and while they're asleep on this arc um their their minds are able to um communicate with each other so they they get to know him and they really care for him um so but it's like who's who's the wolf here like who are the wolves here Are are they the wolves or are the androids the wolves or are they both the wolves who's the wolves yeah
1: do an experiment with me mm. where you're basically going to be the observer because I don't know if you can contribute to it, but let's think of famous characters that were raised by wolves. Romulus and Remus, you go.
2: Romulus and Remus. Mowgli. Yeah, Mowgli.
1: Uh, Baron <laughs> Trump. Right, relax, come on, relax, everybody, come on.
2: Oh, oh, uh, um... I don't really know of anybody else. Um,
1: I just if it's an illusion, I have no idea what it's alluding to. I
2: mean, our like Lupin and Harry Potter. I think he has a kid. I don't know. He's a werewolf. <laughs> I
1: don't. know. But good, good effort. Um, uh, <laughs> it's probably broken. I don't know. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't. I don't know who the wolves are, other than to say that. You know, both the uh, atheists and the uh Yeah,
2: Mithraeus, are
1: Yeah. Um, they're just terrible. Yeah. And they wanna. They think that going to a new planet, which, by the way, is a real planet. We know that Kepler twenty two B is the oh, star okay. that we've discovered exoplanets around, and so they're trying to keep it, except for the flying statues. Uh, hard fo- sci fi ish. Mm mm-hmm. um, Right. But but they but not, they they bring all their conflicts with them. It's an old story. Uh, yeah. It's an old trope. Yeah. But it, it's put to good use here. I gotta say, I did not. I had no interest in watching this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the slowest of all fastballs is what Ridley Scott's got going on. Yeah. But look, when he collaborates with somebody, look what happened. Oh, it's got an interesting show. Yeah. With his visual aesthetic.
2: Um.
1: And I not done. Okay. Uh, sorry. Um. And. I watched the first episode and was immediately arrested. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is, this is going somewhere. Got to the eighth episode. I was like, this, this thing is falling apart. <laughs> Just like all Ridley Scott things these days. Mm-hmm. It became much, much less interesting to me as we went. And we commented before we even watched the show, like we watched the trailer. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Looks like it could be good. Um, and then I learned, oh, no, that's not a movie. On HBO or Netflix. That's a a 10 episode series. And I was like, how are they going to keep this going for 10 episodes? And the answer is, they're not. There's going to be a lot of the things that you get in a series that's just too long. Um, A lot of the departures or distractions or oxbows are very interesting Mm -hmm. and could be little stories in themselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that often, I think that's the approach that they're trying to take. But when you establish, and all the action in the trailer so far, has been all from, like, the first episode or yeah. two. Yep. So when you get that huge bombast and that, like, just the crazy things that happened in the first couple episodes, and then it's like, oh, no, who put the cookie in the cookie jar? And the rest of the plot is, like, I this know. domestic sort of thing, which might, if w- that's what we're being sold, be interesting on its own. I find myself, like, but to go to from, the fireworks factory. Come from on. From the
2: fireworks factory to that yeah. is, is kind of a letdown.
1: This is more like, why did we leave the fireworks factory?
2: Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes and I oh, guess no, I want
1: to, we haven't finished it now. No. I do want to wrap it up.
2: Um, but, and we did find out recently that it has, uh, they're going to make a second season, which I'm kind of curious <laughs> as they gonna to how, how they're going to do that. Yeah, I got
1: no idea. Yeah.
2: Um, I guess one other thing we should mention is that, I mean, I guess spoilers. I mean, are we doing spoilers? Well,
1: I don't know what it is until they say it.
2: Um, talk about where mother comes from. Should I say anything about that or not? Mm. I don't know. You tell me.
1: Yeah, just go la la, listeners, for a couple of minutes if, uh, if if you, you don't, don't want to
2: want don't want spoilers. So we find out that um, Mother is this kind of android called a necromancer, which they were basically designed to find and destroy. Um, I believe atheists. Yeah, they um, were
1: on the. M- the mythric yeah, uh
2: and a atheist scientist finds her um and uh, basically debilitates her somehow and like he reprograms her to be a caring uh a caregiver basically which is kind of terrifying <laughs> you sit and think about it um she does you know for somebody who's been reprogrammed she does an okay job Uh, could, could be better, but you know, her and father, I think do the best that they can. I, I feel myself feeling for father a lot because he's just kind of guileless and she's not, you know, and, um, I just, I just feel for him. I, I feel bad for him because she doesn't really fill him in on everything that's going on with her or everything that she's thinking or the bigger plan. And I, I,
1: I love that. I like that Ridley Scott has finally possibly gotten over the whole, you know, let's explore whether robots or synthetic beings are human. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do a whole 10 episode series about him. They're human. Do you know what I mean? Nobody says that like R2-D2's feelings don't matter. He's R2-D2 or she's R2-D2. Right. They're R2-D2. Yeah. And so this doesn't even really bother with that. Like, are they programmed to feel emotions? We don't know. It doesn't really matter. We still see them not only kind of express emotions in a way or have drives and desires, but a lot of emotional manipulation going on between two robots that don't have feelings. And that's the most interesting thing to me, Uh. is that you've got these two robots who we don't really understand their capabilities or where they came from, but they... I don't want to say they bicker like a mother and father, but they kind of do. But they're both charged with this horrible, weighty sort of task, which Mm -hmm. is to basically take six kids Mm -hmm. five kids six kids and make a whole new civilization out of them
2: i think it was like they had 12 embryos but they had six kids sure yeah
1: and then we get storytelling we get a little scene that might be a dream where we see that maybe campion like messed messed up those other six yes that seems like a big deal
2: it does seem like a big deal now
1: mother would never hold that against him she would never hold a grudge or like hate campion because he mistakenly did that but I still want that to not just be dropped well, in. Well,
2: but they, they made it sound like the other kids were the ones who did it. And like he took Whoa, the I blame. I didn't get
1: that at all. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he took the blame for it. And then they came
1: and told either. her
2: later. I fell asleep. Maybe you did.
1: <laughs> well, then that's my review. Then they, they,
2: they came and told her later. He didn't do that. We did that. But he didn't tell them. He knew they were embryos. They didn't know that. Whatever. And she's like, why didn't you tell them that? And he said it would only break their hearts or it would upset that them or something, or, like or, or, yeah, or something like babies. that. Or embryo babies. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, okay. And, uh, and, and uh, Mother's got to fall in love or, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's I just know. just like, stretch it out, stretch yep, it out. Yep, yep, yep. All that being said, you know, um, the star Amanda Collin is uh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, She's doing really great. She's so good. I wonder why they bothered putting Viking guy in there.
0: Because we I think have Viking to... guys
1: just got like one. He's just got one speed and I can't he's do Viking it guy. on audio, but he's just like.
2: Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that was it, right? Kinda, he's kind of twitchy. I just did it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's like his
1: exactly. whole thing. Yeah. And for a guy who is like slowly losing his mind and we need to drop some shoes just whatever your secret is, tell us. It would be mm-hmm. better if we knew. It's too late. Stop hiding, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that tells me that you don't have anything else other than your reveal, right? Because he is good at playing cuckoo, and he's going cuckoo. And mm-hmm. I need to know why he's going cuckoo. Yeah, so I can right. understand why he's going cuckoo. Right. And we haven't really got there. Um, no. And the show switches back and forth between... Because we, we watched, like I think it was like the seventh episode or, or so, and I was like, oh, they're going to make the robots the good guys. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make Viking and his wife clearly the bad guys, right. and I don't like that. It was no. so it was so ambiguous up to this point. Not ambiguous in that they all suck. It was like no, they all have
2: pluses and minuses. Um, well, I was yeah. going to
1: say they all have important things that they're trying to do. Like the robots are trying to foster life
0: mm-hmm.
1: because the religious people would either convert or kill these kids, no problem. They do value their lives at all. Yeah. And then you've got the wolves? Are they the wolves? You've got the Marcus and uh and Sue mm-hmm. and they're they're just trying to get away and live their lives and also raise their kid. Yeah. And so it's that it's the mother wolf thing. Yeah. You'll do anything, you know, for your cubs. Right. But now they're just Well, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> I think it's becoming more black and white, and not gray like those weird diving suits the robots wear.
2: Yeah,
1: right. I love those helmets when I when they landed on that planet. Yeah, and they and they sat up and they had those helmets on. I was like,
2: weird little We're in
1: for something great. Uh-huh. Then they took those helmets off, and yeah. the show basically became. It's kind of just like Blade Runner in space a little.
2: Yeah, right. And I was
1: like, those helmets don't fit at all. They're Uh-oh. so cool, like you know, '30s pulp Visually, sci-fi. Yeah. But the rest of the show isn't really like that.
2: No, it's not, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of deco stuff in there. She turns into like a deco murder yeah, statue. Yeah,
2: right, right. When she turns into the necromancer, she's all gold and yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool.
1: And it is cool, the disconnect of having a murder machine that can explode people by looking at them like feed babies. Like yeah. that. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. cool stuff. Yeah, there's some cool stuff. So sure. I don't know how it convalesces or congeals into a into a hole it's convalescing all right mm. uh how, how it congeals into a, a, a hole but uh
2: that's cool stuff i think it's worth a watch <laughs> yeah.
1: the, i love the opening hbo always has great openings in their shows uh-huh. you know, credit sequences yeah and i have no idea what's going on i love it
2: yeah it's neat i like it too um do you want to move on to euphoria now
1: <laughs> do you want to make a recommendation
2: I, I said I think it's worth watching. I
1: do, too, because of how cool it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll move on. We're moving
0: on. Jeez. What? We're
1: moving on. To, you got somewhere to be? No. We're moving on to a, a show called Euphoria. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a remake of a, uh Israeli show.
2: Mm-hmm. Which um, I did not know until you told me.
1: So is Homeland.
2: That makes, a little I, more, that makes a little more sense. I think I knew that, though.
1: Uh, so apparently it's about uh, just Israeli kids, um, um, Doing it dirty. Um, yeah. And it was adapted uh, and quote unquote created by Sam Levinson, mm-hmm. who has directed some films. Okay. And you don't know.
2: Him. Okay. So it doesn't
1: really matter. <laughs> right. Uh But he's done some stuff recently. He is an American. Uh, he's uh, the child of Barry Levinson. That shouldn't be a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's how Hollywood and sure royalty well, works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's good, who cares? And this is a good show. It is. I'll tell you what it's about. Okay. It stars Rue. Well, it stars Zendaya yeah. as Rue. Mm-hmm. Rue is a high schooler in, we were trying to figure it out.
2: She said to 2019 in the first episode. She said this is 2019 in the first episode.
1: In California.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's in California. <sighs> Sorry,
1: I'll move it along a little if you're bored. Although it looked like it looks like Florida to me, it looks like Miami. We saw
2: mountains, but
1: there are mountains, yeah, and that's not in Florida, no. Um, so yeah, and she is a high schooler. Uh, she OD'd for summer vacation, and went she... to rehab over summer vacation. Yep, she's back for her, I believe, junior year, mm-hmm. and she is dealing with the ins and outs of a somewhat heightened, I hope. Uh, yeah. environment uh, for school, but uh, one of those negative environments. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, what are your kids doing? It's like, what if Larry Clark had talent? That's euphoria. I don't know who
2: that is. But... Kids. Oh. Bully.
1: Um, you know, what if a Brad Renfro movie was good? Oh, okay. Bam! Sure. Yeah. Hit you where you live.
2: Okay.
1: You want to talk about Brad Renfro? Not
2: really. Really? Why would I talk about Brad Renfro?
1: You have a crush on him. Um. My... How we forget. <sighs> he stole that boat for you.
2: No. Okay, I liked Brad Renfro, but not as much as my, my good friend did. She wrote oh, her that's first right. name, Renfro, all over everything. That's
1: so. She would. She should be dead now. It's a good thing he died because she'd be dead. Uh, sorry, so, you were a Devon Sawa girl. Sorry. So oh anyway, my God, whatever. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're a good team. Uh, uh-uh. So it's uh, her uh, dealing with all this stuff, uh, trying to stay clean, or actually not really giving a crap all that much. Uh, her friends, who are themselves all. Uh, it's produced by Drake. What do you want from me? I know, <laughs> this right? show uh, has the best soundtrack on TV. Yeah. Like, Zendaya didn't come cheap, I'm sure, but yeah. half the budget of this show is, is the, the music. Uh, incredible uh, hip-hop and R&B uh, music, and mm-hmm. also classic music, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Womack cover of Fly Me to the Moon mm-hmm. that plays over the most emotional scene where they're bringing her home from rehab and she's in a hospital gown and she's trying to like cheer up her mom and sister and act like nothing's yeah, wrong. And they're right. just, they feel like they're driving her to a grave basically. Right. And she's trying to sing this Bobby Womack song. And it's like, th- there is more emotional depth in 10 seconds of this show that, you know, in so many other teen shows that I've seen. Well, yeah, now, that's, that's not to true. say why do they make these shows for teens? with lessons that teens need to hear, and then I would never show this to my teen <laughs> I've seen more dicks in this show, oh my god than i've I know, seen I know. in my own shower do you know I mean? well that sounds kind of my shower's small uh, i've seen what? let's just say i've seen <laughs> more than I've seen my own dick okay uh, yeah, there are dicks in this uh in yeah. this TV show but uh but I don't even know like how to start. I could just go oh, it was pretty good I don't like it like you do, but I'll just cut to the chase and say. This is my favorite show of the year. Sure. This is a great show. Mm-hmm. It is so, it is giving you exactly what uh, it says, you know, what's on the tin or what. I haven't seen any ads for the show, but I'd imagine the ads, you know, it's like cuties. You go to the ad department, you go,
2: don't, how don't. do we sell this?
1: Hmm, looks like sexy girls, right? Stop. But when you tune into the, to this show, you are confronted with so much, um, such great performances, um, so much humanity,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so much like it. So much of uh, these these kids who the, it's not like they go. I don't care what happens tonight. I broke up with my boyfriend, and then you go snort some pills and you throw up in the pool, and then you're at a Denny's later, and she's like, "I got to get my life back together." You're my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what's on offer here. Do you no. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like they're really they're really presenting these conflicts. Um, in an in, a, in an honest way, mm-hmm. heightened ten percent for it, a TV I, gosh, show. Gosh, I hope it's
2: heightened.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how, how, you know, it's not often that hopefully um, people are blackmailing uh, people with nude pictures yeah, to keep right. them from telling the cops that they slept with that person's dad. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, like, right. It's it's a soapy a little, but yeah. You talk for a while. Uh, I don't think you're going to. You wanted to talk about the wolves, and that was it.
2: Will you stop? It's <coughs> a challenge. Um, no, I really like the show. I think it's a really good show. Really great performances. Um, I think the writing is really great. See, this is um, this is what.
1: Remember when I started off and I said, "Okay, sorry, go ahead." Are you Dead
2: are air. you gonna are you gonna let me
1: talk? I I'm going to let you talk. Let you are the co-host of this show. You have the power to talk whatever you want. I want you to say a little more than, yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's good. You know, if you didn't like it, I think that now's the time to say.
2: I liked it. I really liked it. Why do I have to prove that I liked it to you? I don't know
1: why you have to do that or raise your voice. i just like you to say something like, you know, how'd this show change you?
2: I don't know. Um... I mean, uh, Zendaya got the Emmy for for the show, yes, she did. and well deserved. I, I think um, it's clear why. I, I think she did a really great um, job. Um, one thing that I think I enjoyed a lot is, like, um, so the, the way the, the visual storytelling, like, her, like, she does a lot of the voiceover and, like, so, like, you're partially like and she tells you the first episode she's not the most reliable narrator and you're like how does she know all this stuff yeah but besides that she does a lot of the voiceover stuff okay fine but her like jules is new to town and jules has just moved to town and um
1: jules hasn't been in this town before
2: right uh but they become uh friends pretty quick and it's kind of like I, I feel like they do a good job of showing that that um, that Rue is kind of interested in Jules, like maybe being like her her girlfriend, but without like overly doing that, you know. So it's it's really subtle. Um, and they, uh, Jules is interested in this person that she's met online. Jules has some kind of unhealthy sexual things going on. She does a lot of these random hookups which are not great um but anyways she finds this guy online and
1: she thinks she's <laughs> judgy fi- well what well i well, i like the i like the fact one of the things i like about the show is not the moral ambiguity but the ambiguity of circumstances because z- so first of all there's the ambiguity in i don't think i don't think rue knows what she is do you know what i mean like she could be bisexual she could be a lesbian yeah she doesn't know yeah yeah. and it's also something that she has not really explored explored much because she's never met anybody that's really kind of done it for her you know yeah and so yeah we find that out late in the show but we kind of feel it you know going through the show yeah and then later on jules has found this this guy on
2: shy guy 118 or whatever yeah
1: on what i presume is grinder uh, cause she, they, they say they it's s- like a gay dating yeah, yeah. site, yeah. Uh, but they don't call. They don't want to call anybody out. Yeah. And uh, and she wants to go meet this guy. And Rue's like, don't go meet this guy. That she sounds wants dangerous. to
2: meet him in a dark park right. late at night, right? Where but nobody else is going to be around. Yeah.
1: But she and she's like, yeah, that doesn't sound safe. Yeah. But Jules is like. I've been in way on more unsafe situations than this. And
0: it's like, duh, 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 duh.
1: and for this her, that's like, no, no, this is, yeah, I mean, this is of the crazy, dangerous things I do, yeah. this is the least dangerous thing. Right. So, right. like, and for her, like, moral equivalency, it's right. Like, right, right. this is a layup, this is it. <laughs> yeah, like, this yeah, yeah. is fine. And also, just as a trans person, she's like, I'm in danger all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to see danger. Mm-hmm. So, I don't feel like this is dangerous. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like they don't... Which I'm, is, the,
1: the, both of those things yeah. are kind of crazy, but it's not, the characters aren't judged for it. This is their reality.
2: I know. Um, They don't make a, a big deal out of the fact that she's uh, transgender. They never I say the it's word. I The they, first time They, they s- say it's she's transitioned.
1: Right, they, yes, they when we get her focus time. episode. Yeah. But the first time we see her, she shoots herself in the butt, with a syringe and the show yeah. just goes on mm-hmm. and they don't make a deal out of it. You mm-hmm. know, it is. Just, and I don't I didn't look to see if the actress is, you know, is, is a trans woman. I don't I don't know. Right. And but I know that um, Glad and other organizations have praised this show. So they're cool that I'm cool with it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just love. And I think that's played like I don't know if anybody in the high school knows. Like she's, I
2: don't know either.
1: You know, um, fully passing. Yeah, but uh, but it's not a big deal.
2: No, and I think that's fine. And I think that that was. I don't know
1: if Rue knows.
2: I don't know either, honestly. Um, and but when Rue like she feels bad about this fight that they had over this her meeting this guy, and so she goes over to her house and she's like. Oh yeah, yeah. That scene and it she gets like super emotional and she's like just like don't get mad at me because I'm just I'm just worried about you and 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 you know it's really hard for me. And it was just heartbreaking to see that because Rue is somebody who... Um, Does not
1: do that for people. She
2: doesn't do that for people. She doesn't wear her heart on her sleeve because she ha- it's too hard for her. That's one reason why she turned to drugs. Yeah. Um. Because there are a lot of things that are hard for her to deal with in her life. And so that was very emotional. And then they hug and uh, they kind of have this moment and then Rue kisses her all of a sudden. And then like Rue gets like, before Jules even has a moment to react from that, really, um, Rue decides that this was weird and she's embarrassed and she has to go.
1: And that is that would be six episodes of Pretty Little Liars. Sure. A show I know everything about.
0: I swear. Yeah.
1: I, I, was, I, I wrote that down in the very sparse notes that I took because I just love watching this show and not writing while I'm watching this show. But they have that fight that would be a real wait till the end of the episode you know musical montage uh where they finally make up the next scene she goes to her house yeah and there isn't they're still um, they're not like cool yet but she's she has to say that now that's to set up the real problem which is her like kissing her but I like the fact that they don't the show doesn't sleep on things. It's mm-hmm. it's gotta go go go. It's got a lot yeah. that it wants to tell you. And I think that's great. That's I think like it's the great opposite too. of raised by Wolves. Well
2: and, and I think that another thing is great too is it it really does try to be not very judgmental of these characters. Like they
1: Well oh, wait, we, I mean... we again, another one we haven't totally finished, but we're close. Yeah. As we near the end, the lines are being drawn a little more. Like I was, mm, yeah, I, I guess. every, what I, something else that I like is that there's, you know, the ongoing story that's going on, but also every episode focuses in on a character and we get to know more about yeah. them. And I've like, I feel like I understand Maddie really well and I'm hundred mm-hmm. percent on her side up until basically what happened in the most recent episode that we saw. Like, it's like, okay, yeah. you're a bad guy. Like, come yeah, on.
2: Right. But up well, to that just... point, it's like, no,
1: no, I look, you can feel for all these characters, you can feel bad for them when they do dumb stuff, but they're all um, sympathetic. Uh, except, except for I Lexi. Mean... Screw Lexi. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> Poor Lexi and her...
1: Poor Lexi and her famous father... Not right. Who clearly called somebody well, they, to get her in this show. they didn't,
2: like you said, they didn't really write a character for her. I don't no, think she'd that that's fine. the actress's fault.
1: She, no, I don't. It's not the, it's not, she didn't, she doesn't write it. Like, yeah. Like, she's, cl- she's literally there for, yeah. so the characters can the, say their feelings the out loud.
2: To to everybody else, which is just like. Ugh.
1: There's VO in this show, but I like the fact that it's limited to, you know, Zendaya's, Ruse. Roo. um maybe telling this from a future perspective. Yeah, maybe. Because she's something of an omniscient narrator. Right. She knows things that she doesn't know in the show. Right. Um, But once that voice kind of goes away or is not being used, if Rue is feeling something, she's not going to just, there's nobody in her life she can talk to. Mm -hmm. And so Lexi's like, hey, Rue, what's up? And Rue's like, I've got this thing going on with Jules right now. And it's really bad. If if that dumb character didn't walk in and ask her what was up, we wouldn't know that stuff. I
2: know. I and I know. think that that
1: is probably the flaw in this beautiful jewel. I think that's clumsy.
2: It is clumsy. And
1: it's the Googled murder girl. The what? She Googled murder.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Um, right? What?
1: She go- <laughs> You've watched this girl grow up in all of her dad's films.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know.
1: And then, you know, that's, she's, she Googled murder. He was uh, knocked up.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Right, she's sitting in
1: the back seat. Yeah, she's like, I googled murder. Her mom's like, what? <laughs> you googled murder? What? What'd you see? Uh, <laughs> she's like, I was. She was <laughs> uh, and she was on Wichita. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't think it's a great coming out for her. It's not her show, but no. I'd like to see her do something really great. I think she's capable of it, but the this it. isn't. Her, I, I, looking at the list of 400 producers, I, I, oh, no, no, no! Her dad is not involved in this show at all, mm-hmm. and she still has a role like her dad was making this. I know. I feel bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, who? I mean, I feel. I guess. Okay, talking about characters we feel bad for. Um, sure. I feel bad for Nate to an extent, and then I don't. Because, yeah, his dad is not a good, quote-unquote... <sighs> I don't Anything? think his dad is a bad Husband? person, but, but I don't think he's a good person, because if you're sneaking off, he he has sex with... with um, you know people outside of his marriage, and he films it.
1: You know people, yeah. And,
2: and it's weird, and he's putting all these weird psychological pressures on his kid. And so he's a weird person, and and not a great role model. But then, what does that do to a person? And like Nate is, he's a psychopath. I mean that that's what he is, isn't he? I mean, like he totally beats this kid up, who. Almost um
1: Oh, Tyler, no. Yeah,
2: who I don't did him or Maddie have sex? I don't even I don't even know for sure, but almost had sex uh had sex, whatever, at this party and he like beats the living crap out of him and is just like had has this vendetta to basically ruin his life. Um next
1: week on Pretty Little Liars.
2: Pretty much. I saw you in the pool. Yeah.
1: Um that's yeah, I, I like that, that part of the show the least. <laughs> I like when Rue uh, talks to her drug dealer friend.
2: <laughs> That's at least interesting.
1: A character who I don't I don't really know that actor. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else, but it plays it so like low volume. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like he yeah. he underplays it so much,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yet there's so much going on and we don't really know, I don't think we get a backstory of their friendship, do we?
2: Mm, we haven't seen that yeah, yet, no. But
1: but they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because, like, he gives her free drugs. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but just, like, seeing that, and that character could have been, like, oh, yeah, well, if you, if you, bitch. Yeah, right. Get out of here, you know, you they could have done anything with that. Um, but I just like the fact that he's, yeah, okay, so, like, speaking of morality, the show's, like, cool with, a lot. I mean, like, I don't think that there is necessarily a moral stance on drugs. No. I mean, clearly, if they ruin your life, then you can't do them. But
0: well, that's true of
1: a lot of stuff. That's true of many pastimes. This is just an expensive one mm-hmm. that um, can kill you if you do it too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, football, not so much, maybe.
2: Yeah, right.
1: Toxic. He's approaching toxic levels of football. <laughs> He's mostly cheese Whiz now. Oh,
0: my goodness. Um,
1: but I just like the fact that, you know, he, he's and we don't he doesn't have a rich inner life. I'm not like oh, trying to overpraise him. But I like the fact that he is, for some reason, the moral drug dealer. Yeah. Right. like This person is going to scream at me, but I know that I need to cut, cut them, them off. off. I'm the drug dealer and I have the high ground. <laughs> right. I'm like, right. You know, you can't see, we can't see each other anymore because you're going to keep doing this. I've seen this before. And he can't do this, but yet even he himself has moral sort of uh, compromises because the people that he gets his drugs from right. are <laughs> are cartoonish thugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so there's, yeah. I mean, you know, exactly. the edges the edges are grainy. <laughs> yeah. Do
2: you want to talk about the you know role? you know you see
1: a beautiful, beautiful painting mm-hmm. the you know under of that frame mm-hmm. the painting just trails off right, right, right it's right. white canvas at the edges right. that's why you put the frame on it of course. It's a great metaphor. It's a great metaphor.
2: Did you want to talk about the eight-year-old drug
1: dealer? (laughs) My spirit animal? Yeah. Um, I've heard about that before I started watching the show. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought, what is this show? Uh Uh-huh. All I know is, is that there's an eight-year-old drug dealer and more dicks than you could shake a a dick at, a a separate dick at. Oh, my God. And uh, I was like, what is this show? And Mm -hmm. It's got to be a heightened reality, and now I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I think the maybe the little teardrop tattoo or whatever is uh um, yeah. might be a, a, a little too much, a, a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. But uh, that could be real. Mm-hmm. I, I don't approve.
2: Well, of course not.
1: <laughs> but I mean, that could that could be real. Sure. It's it, it's a choice. They yeah. made a choice. They
2: made a choice for sure.
1: Um, what else? We talk about cat at all. I like cat. I think that that is a believable sort of path for someone like her. Mm-hmm. But, man, how far is she going to go on it? Like, she went she went through to... From being uh, self-conscious and body-conscious yeah. to um, being confident and body-positive yeah. Yeah. to being financially enriched. Yes. And now she's blowing straight through to destroying friendships, opportunities for companionship, you yep. know. That guy, the... Um, fetish store guy really liked her. Yeah. But I think he really was just like, oh, this is just a transaction. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm just going to go. Huh. That was weird. Right. So.
2: Right. So I think that that was like a little weird. And then like um, the, God, I don't know what his name is. The the kid who looks like Steve Rogers before he gets. um um, Tiny Steve Rogers. Tiny Steve Rogers. Yes. He, has, he definitely has a crush on her. When he was
1: going down on her, he should have looked up and been like, I can do this all day.
2: Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, but I don't know if she really wants a... Re- she seems like she's hard to read right like i don't know that she really knows what she <laughs> no okay well let me, is, uh... let, let me put it this way i don't know if she knows what she wants right now if she just wants to fool around or if she's actually looking for a relationship or not because it kind of seems boy, like she just really wants to
1: fool around i don't know if she's even thinking about it like that but oh, okay yeah I, I could be um i think that actress is uh is is really great mm-hmm. and i don't know i know that she was a model before I don't know how much acting she's done. maybe she went to Juilliard. I don't know, but I just think that she's um she's she's nailing well the kind of awakening the character's having, but also this kind of confusion over kind of where it's going and um and sort of owning that the the power that she gets you know from what she's doing. like mm-hmm. I think this is really great. Yeah, um bad things. We talked about the reality of the show where's her sponsor?
2: That's what I wanna know. Because I was the always the under the she's in NA. I yes. was in the depression. I know if with AA you have a sponsor. I'm assuming with NA you have a sponsor. I'm assuming as well. that
1: the structure is similar, right?
2: I am too, yeah. Um, and I think
1: the reality is is that you know, she goes into NA and then she's for the first ninety days or so she's supposed to be clean, but she's going off and just partying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And getting pee from a Google Murder Girl. Yeah, right. And um, she would not be able to do that, probably, if she had to talk to a sponsor uh, now and again. Mm -hmm. And she gets it to points where she is destitute and despondent, and there's nobody to call. And it's like, well, that's what a sponsor would be.
2: right? Well, and there's the guy, Ali, who's basically filling that spot of a sponsor. So they invent
1: this character. Yeah. And I'm like, where are we going with this character? Because he's been in, like five minutes of the show total so far right but he would just be a sponsor in real life right so i don't really know what's going on with that
2: i don't i don't either and then he also like things are going well with Jules, at least at first and then he basically tells her that things in high school don't last and i'm kind of like what is the point of that are you just trying to prepare her for disappointment like why do that right off of the bat you know what i mean like why Why not just be like, hey, okay, that's cool, but, like, let's be on top of it. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, I I, I think he, when mm-hmm. she first tells him that she's more or less interested in Jules and she, but she doesn't tell him the exact situation. Like, he, he, he says, like, well, how did it feel when you're with this person? And he kind of, like, insinuates that maybe it's similar to being on drugs. So, like, maybe you need to watch it in that i'm worried that if things go south with her and jules rue is going to go back to drugs that's what i'm worried about and i think that's what he's supposed to be there to warn her about too but i don't know if that came through all that well i don't know
1: i agree okay uh the show also deals with it's not just about sex and drugs it also deals with um mental disorders um, although I would say it seemed like it was really going to go into mental disorders, and it's really just kind of going into I'm the effects a little, of mental disorders. I'm
2: a little disappointed. I think that they that could That she's have...
1: completely non-medicated?
2: That she's completely non-medicated. She doesn't have a therapist. Um... I
1: don't know. When you're in N.A., I, I don't know how that works. What do you mean? I mean that if you are... And who knows? Her child psychiatrist could be shooting for the moon, but when you are... Bipolar, anxiety disorder, depressive disorder, you know, and a little ADD mixed in for fun. Um, you know, there are probably some therapeutic drugs. But if you're yeah. an NA and you're supposed to be no, wary no. of oh, aspirin, how do you maintain that for know. the rest of your life? I don't know. Oh, by the way, you're 16. Right. I like how <laughs> that she's at the party and she's actually been clean for a while and and, uh, and things are going good on that end. And like cat's like is it cat or is it Googling murder anyway? But she's like, Oh, it's, it looks, seem like you're good. It's too, it's too bad that you can't, you know, be a kid while you're, you're a kid. And she's like, well, I won't be able to be an adult when I'm an adult.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Right.
1: That's how this all works. Yeah.
2: Right. Exactly. So
1: I, I don't know how therapeutic medicine works um, in that regard. But uh,
2: good point. I mean, she could still be in therapy and not be on drugs though. Um, That's an option. So, uh, yeah, she's not, yeah,
1: she's not in therapy at all. Um, that we see.
2: No. Um, I mean, there are other characters that probably should be in therapy in this show. Um, Nate for one, um,
1: (laughs) Nate should be in jail.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Um, do, are the parents on this show the worst parents on any show? (laughs) (laughs) In terms of doffing their parental responsibilities. I don't know. What's the show with the worst parents?
2: Uh, that's a really good question.
1: Uh, Buried Child, the show. Wow. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Antichrist, the show.
2: Uh, Not a lot of
1: TV shows have uh, parents uh, <laughs> letting their kids die. Um, true.
2: I don't know. Um, the parents on Arrested Development aren't that great. Okay, but, All right. um But... I don't know. Now the I mean, story George of a okay. Disney actress who yeah, needed right. an
1: adult role and uh, okay. the Emmy that she won on the way. Wow.
2: Um, I was
1: thinking that this is, you've got, so, again, we're I'm way, way back at the beginning of the segment, I was talking about shows for teens that show teens doing adult things, mm-hmm. which obviously skews me out a little bit. Yeah. But, I don't know, Euphoria won me over somehow. That are well written enough that they would uh, constitute a good, uh, I think, lesson for teens. But you don't want a teen to watch it <laughs> because. Yeah, geez,
2: right. Geez, I mean, are they going to get the lesson, or are they going to take? And the so bad i was thinking, like, if you've got it, sex yeah.
1: education, this is like sex application.
2: Oh boy! Yeah. Wow. I
1: don't know. Okay. Remember, kids, if you ever cornered in a kitchen. Pick up a knife and stab yourself.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. I know. That's
1: how you do it. Would you recommend the show? Yes, I would. I would uh, as well. Yeah, very It's
2: irritating. cool
1: to see. I'd really like to see. I'm excited about Zendaya as a performer now. Mm-hmm. At this point, my entire engagement with her was she's the, you know, stoner kid in the Spider-Man movies.
2: Right, right, right. Um,
1: she's kind of a stoner kid in this. I don't know if she can do anything besides be the stumps. I'm assuming she can. I'm assuming she can. I'd love to see her... Do something other than that. Is she gonna be in a sci-fi movie or something like She's that? She's Yeah, but I mean, I thought she was gonna be in. Okay, maybe it was Dune. I was thinking of. So it was like, what's up? So I guess you're the uh <laughs> That's
0: that's
1: cool. That's cool. That means mouse. You know. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: No, yeah. I, I can't
1: do any spice. Uh, Not tonight. Uh, uh, uh. But at least she found the place to do Stoner Girl the best. Right. And to have it mean the most. Right. And uh, get television's highest award out of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean.
1: What is television's <laughs> highest award? What's it, What's television's highest award? I guess I, it's an Emmy.
2: I don't know. I guess I thought it was an Emmy. I don't know. Um, hmm. I
1: don't know. <laughs> what? Oh, that's the end of that segment. ba da ba ba da
0: Um. Uh,
1: uh, It's a good thing that I accidentally loaded up that Nas song for the third song. Mm -hmm. Drop. Called the drop uh-huh. because we're not going to talk about Lady Snowblood. Who cares? Oh,
0: oh okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, who cares? Oh, do you like right. Lady Snowblood?
2: Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I liked it too. Okay, but
1: I mean, come on, yeah. we're pushing two hours. Okay, so we'll just do it some other day.
2: All right, all right.
1: I had the Flower of Carnage all ready to go.
2: Oh, the the song? Yes. Okay.
1: Sung by Star of Lady Snowblood. Oh, Makokachi.
2: Well, there you go. That's pretty. Neat. Um, he, he, uh, if
1: you want to see a lady kill 20 guys in straw hats that's the movie for you <laughs>
2: yes um, <laughs> it's you're it's a out lot of, of
1: steam
0: out of steam
2: it's a lot it's a lot of red p- paint as blood uh yeah so, i don't know
1: that was just the way that they did it i
2: know i know
1: and then it's coming out of their mouths and it's like is that is there lead in that paint God, Are you i really okay? hope
2: not i really hope not yeah um but it looks cool um and it's the glidden murderer yeah it's it's really well done um uh, basically she's
1: Oh, you're going for it.
2: I mean, she just raised to be an assassin. You're talking about it right now. So, yeah, I don't know. It was cool.
1: We'll do it later.
2: Yeah. Some other day. All right.
1: If it feels like Lone Wolf and Cub, it's because it's written by the guy that wrote Lone Wolf and Cub. Right. Uh, We are a Lone Wolf and Cub in our own way. Raised by cubs. Raised Mm. by wolves. Loaned by wolves. (laughs)
0: Wow. You don't want to
1: owe money to a wolf. No. It's going to mess you up. Yeah. And, um... Dressed like
2: your grandma.
1: Yeah, and they're feuding with the sharks, Mm -hmm. the lone sharks. What if you had to borrow money from actual sharks? And the shark's like, if you don't pay, oh boy, you're going to get the, yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) What if they didn't bite you? What if they like, no, no, it's industry standard. They just broke your legs with a bat.
0: How would they
2: do that with their little fins?
1: It's not easy. They're no. De- they're dedicated no. to their jobs. No, they put and the baseball like, bat
2: in their just, mouth. Why don't you just bite me? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> it <laughs> it seems baseball bat in Way more mouth. complicated, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, sometimes I hate this job. This yeah. is the worst part.
2: Right, exactly.
1: Uh, the best part of our job is... This hurts me more than it hurts you. Is, is being on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least I got dental. Uh, is being on the internet and uh, responding to your messages and your uh, miss your your epistles sure. and your missives, okay, and your missiles. All right, on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, mm-hmm. where we can conserve our energy by just talking with our fingers. So, <laughs> join us there. Join us on our Discord. A lot of energetic things going on there. Mm. And also go to your listening platform of choice if you haven't yet, and please subscribe to our show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how it grows. That's Great. how it gets out there. Mm-hmm. That's how we reach new people. When these, I'll tell you, the real sharks—yeah, these services that control all the all the likes and the clicks uh, and, the, and the pokes. Yeah, remember pokes? Yes, and poking people.
0: Um, stop poking I, people okay. stop it alright
1: uh, when you're doing that that's uh-huh. how we move up in the ranks and uh, people get to know us uh-huh. so give us a rating and a review on those services we'd appreciate it uh, a nice one please if you would it's... don't forget to subscribe to the show give us five teardrop tattoos but... on the face of a child drug yeah. dealer yeah it means that he's lost his, his homies in prison or something yeah. I don't no tattoo code
2: yeah i don't i know it's uh bad.
1: homeless people code you know a, a dishonest man lives here but i don't know uh tattoo code so gonna we'll work on that give us five stars <laughs> so you don't confuse us and we'll be back in the future to talk about something else someday ladies know blood i guess yes yes someday. and until then we're signing off i'm your host caliban
2: i'm your co-host Mikanhana. hana
0: and i'm
1: and keep the geek fires burning. Yo, my mood is real rude. I lay you out, show you what still do. Mobsters don't box my punch out of blotches. Every invitation to fight your punk asses.
0: Like punk said, you ain't.